if you are looking to boost the amount of sales that are converting to new clients, I want to pique your attention to today's episode because today we're going to be sitting down with Dana Owens and talking about the value of case studies, which incidentally are not the same as testimonials. And we're going to be doing a deep dive on three ways that case studies can help you stand out in a crowded marketplace. Please welcome to our program, our guest for today. This is Dana Owens. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk about this because I have a pretty recent introduction in my own business to case studies because I won the opportunity to do both a video and a written case study with an Emmy award-winning producer, which was fascinating. And it was one of the most illuminating experiences for what I didn't know was so valuable in the eyes of my client. And it has absolutely helped me in my business. And you and I met through our network. And I'm fascinated to have you on to the conversation talking about case studies. First off, let's jump right into the deep end. Why should people even consider case studies for their business? Oh, there's, there's so many reasons. Um, I am super passionate about case studies after being a copywriter for about 20 years. And um, basically what I discovered in my copywriting was that so many businesses spend all of their time talking about what they do and not enough, if at all time, talking about what they've done. And case studies are your number one tool that allow you to talk about what you've done through the eyes and experience of your clients. So that's rule number one. Um, that's why everybody really needs them. And but do you want me to just jump in like to my three ways and then we'll continue yeah. the conversation from there? Okay, so case studies, they're, they are so underutilized. Um, and I think one of those reasons is, is because they, while they are a buzzword, they become a buzzword, they sometimes have this old timey association with this like really boring, overly jargony technical piece of content that I think a lot of business owners haven't realized like how fresh and modern and sticky they can be. So they're underutilized because I think they they might stir up some dusty memories of like case studies of yore. Um, but case studies are you're really your only tool, your only opportunity to tell the full story of your work with a client. So if you think about all of the other marketing assets that you have, you've got your website, you've got your, you know, if you do email marketing, you have the, those sequences, you have social media posting, you might have one pagers, all of those marketing assets that you have, you really, the goal of them is to be concise and short with your marketing because, you know, we've all heard, oh, people's attention span, you only have three seconds or to capture someone's attention. And so on pretty much every tool that you have in your marketing, you want to be very concise, but you still need a tool that allows a client or a prospect to go in depth about what you do. And case studies are really your only tool to do that um, in a very detailed way. And so number one, that's why you need to be using them in your marketing. But because you have that space to really go in depth about what you do, it allows you to show how you're different than the rest of your competition, because you've got the space to really drill in deep on pain points that a client has had that might connect with your prospects. Um, it allows you to really show how your approach may be different, how your process may be different, 
how your results may be different, how your product or service itself may be different, um, your personality. There's like so many different ways to show how you're different. And this case study gives you the space to really dive deep into that. What's interesting um, though, when I think when I hear that is, is here's the biggest value. It, it actually doesn't paraphrase what the client experience is. Like this is mm -hmm. long form comment content. And I mm -hmm. think there's a lot of buzz right now about AI and short form content, yes. but I will tell you, wake up. Long form content is what converts the client. Right. Because you, instead of saying, I think they came to me for this, you're not guessing, you're not paraphrasing, you're capturing the content writer, you in this case, who goes into write and to interview in depth the client knows exactly the trigger points, yeah. exactly the emotion, exactly the words. And I think one of the biggest gaps, and you and I have certainly talked about this many times, is the gap is, is that you are sounding like when you're in short-term content, the place of enlightenment, the snapshot. Mm -hmm. And your client, who is a prospect, not yet working with you, is lost. Mm -hmm. And this actually allows you to feel and tap into what was it like when you were lost? Why did you choose this service provider? What is it that you'd hoped for? What is it that you were scared of? What is it that you felt so overwhelmed with? And why did you trust them? This mm -hmm. was so important. And I think this, I will tell you, even if you you know don't do a great job making the use of the tool, this insight is worth its gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love That's it. And I think it was the biggest thing I, I didn't realize. I was like, yeah. So you came to me for that? Like, I knew it, but the way she described it, I'm like, huh, I never market myself that way. Yeah. So and as, <laughs> as someone who, who writes case studies for, you know, every day for a living, that is the, the biggest benefit that I, like, I have my clients, they come to me and they want a marketing tool and a sales tool to help them close more sales. But what really happens, yes, they get that. But what they really walk away with that shocks them is they understand their service, their program, their course and their business, whatever it is that they're, you know, they're selling. They understand it in such a deeper way. And they're like, whoa, I just I have all of these new ways to talk about myself and promote myself in a way that I know is going to resonate with my prospects because mm -hmm. I just had a client tell me exactly where the value came for them. So it is, it's, it's so hugely valuable to get those insights from your, your clients. And use their words because it is, we talk about this as the converting tool mm -hmm. and converting is the mystery for most of us. What is mm -hmm. it that triggered it? So let's talk about number two. What is the second reason why case studies are essential in your toolkit? Well, reason number two is that they do an amazing job of establishing your credibility. Um, we all know that when you're out there in the online space or you know in, in the non-online space, that every industry now has so much competition, no matter what you do. And it is more important than ever now that you do everything you can to establish that credibility right, right away. Because let's say you're a, a coach or a graphic designer or a copywriter, or I mean, and literally anything. You're, there are a million other people trying to provide the same type of solution that you provide. And so 
you need to find all of the ways that you can to stand out. One of those ways is credibility. And the chances of your prospect having already tried a solution like yours is pretty high these days. And if they're still out looking, that means that their needs have not been met in the way that they've really wanted them to be. And so they are looking with a heavily critical and discerning eye that your solution is going to work. They need to know that before they're going to part with their money this time, especially if they have not gotten their needs met in the past. And so case studies are such a great way to show your credibility. And the best way to show your credibility is to show that your work works. That's the whole point of a case study is to show that this is my service or this is my program or this is my course. And this client has gone through it and they started out with these pain points, these challenges, and they were resolved in these ways. So number two, you got to show your credibility in case studies are an awesome way to do it. I think there's two things that are really linger here that are so important. Number one is your client, I love that comment, has probably already tried the service that you may offer. What mm -hmm. they are really most concerned about is, how will you be the guide to give me the results? What are you going to do to have more confidence? And I always tell people, remember, when a client chooses to invest in your services, they are first off borrowing your confidence that you know how to get the result. Mm -hmm. And social proof, which is what we're talking about here, is the most compelling story because they can see themselves in the storyline of a real person, not just talking a good game, but walking the truth and seeing the journey in the eyes of someone who isn't edited, isn't polished yeah. and saying, this is actually just me saying, I chose them. I got from A to B. And often those micro wins are so much smaller and in fine tuned detail than we often think. And that's where the disconnect happens in the language. Cause we're like, you know, they want the unicorn and they're like, eh. Yeah, I, I'm not looking for the unicorn yet. I might grow to it, but it's not where I start. And social proof is such an important thing. So number one, I love that you're talking about that. And it's also the result. So often we're saying, here's how I do it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's not what they care about. They're deciding, mm -hmm. first off, are they credible, which is what you're saying? And will they help me get the results? How much confidence do I have in them to do that? If there is zero confidence, you will not have a conversation. If there is growing confidence because you're nurturing and you're developing and you're giving all of that awesomeness that you do in an experience, this is the accelerator. I love it. Love it. Love it. Talk to me about number three. Okay. So number three kind of piggybacks on what we were just talking about is it allowed case studies allow you to connect your with your prospect or allow your prospect to connect peer to peer. So it's great that you as a business owner talk about your business and what you do. And, and you can, and there's plenty of case studies out there too, where business owners are talking about what they've done. Um, you know, like, like there are plenty of case studies that from the business owner's perspective, they say, uh, this client came to me and I provided this solution and this is exactly what we did. But it is so much more powerful, we all know this, when someone else, who is not you, <laughs> talks about how wonderful your service was. So uh, case, case studies, especially in the way that I do them and in the, the formats and the approach that I use, they're all based on stories and they are told through the client's experience. So when you've got a case study told through the client's experience, that is allowing your prospect to hear directly 
from the words of the client, how your service or program impacted them. Um, and when you give a prospect and the ability to hear in detail from a peer, from someone who was once in their exact shoes or very similar shoes, um, how your service or program helped them, that is so memorable. It is uh, an ability to help them connect on an emotional level. And it's just that trust factor, like, or a connection factor, like, hey, this isn't the business owner themselves trying to persuade me to give them a try. This is one of their prospects, one or their former prospects, one and one of their clients, successful clients saying, you should give this a try because I did and I got these results. And now I'm so happy with the transformation that, that, that I've had that I'm willing to lend my name in this case study, be interviewed and share my story publicly about how successful it was. So it's that peer to peer connection that is so important. I do because I I think that when you are peer to peer, the artifice gets dropped because you also, you know, recognize we are humans doing business with humans and the mm -hmm. human story. And I love what you talked about earlier was the stickiness of a case study because it is compelling because it is a human's journey from mm -hmm. a place of challenge or disruption or a lack towards a, a resolution, a transformation, a measure of progress that they found absolutely valuable in exchange for whatever investment they, they put on the table. So I'm curious, you know, I want to ask you, because we said everybody needs them. How do you choose a good client to be featured in a case study? Give me your perspective on this, because this is one of the hardest things I thought of. I've got lots of clients I could ask to do this. Which one do I choose? Or what guidance would you give to our audience who's saying, okay, I get it now. Where do I go from here? Sure. Um, well, I, I think it's the best case studies are strategically chosen. And so I think a lot of people uh, tend to think, oh, I should, probably should be making case studies on all of my clients, <laughs> which can feel really overwhelming. And that's not the case at all. You should be very strategic and choosy about who you feature. And when you do that, you realize, hey, I really only need to come up with a small collection of case studies that can probably serve me in almost every situation with every prospect who comes into my pipeline. So what I, when I'm advising someone about how to choose a client, I say to think about your business. And first of all, think about the types of like, just do like a big picture or a bird's eye view of your business. What clients would you consider to be your ideal? Like who have you worked with that has just been amazing clients to work with? They really tick all of your boxes. You would love to attract more clients just like this one person or this small group. Hone in exactly on those people because you don't, even if you've worked with a client and you've had an amazing result for them, but they really were a nightmare client, you do not want to do a case study on them because you don't want to attract more people like them. So focus first on who have been your ideal clients. Um, second is think about what type of client groups you may attract. Typically, when you're looking at the, the prospects that come into your pipeline, they probably fit into a few different buckets. Maybe they're the same type of person, but they have one of, say, three distinct pain points. Or maybe you do have uh, three different types of business owner who comes in. 
Um, or maybe you have di distinct types of groups where they're looking for result A, result B, or result C. Like I said, the most effective case studies are the ones that are strategically chosen and very specific. So if you can create a case study that speaks to each of these specific groups, your those are the case studies you want. Because ideally, when you have some a prospect come into your pipeline and you've begun a conversation with them, you and you're like, oh, this is a prospect that fits into this particular bucket. I tend to get a lot of these people. You want to have a case study that speaks specifically to those needs that in your conversation, ideally right in the beginning, you can say, hey, based on what I'm hearing from you in this conversation, I am so excited to share a case study about a client that I've just finished working with or worked with in the past who had your specific pain point or is your specific business type or industry. And I'd love for you to see right off the bat how I handled, um, I handled their needs or their specific industry and how we got great results for them. So in order to pick the most, um, the people that you want to create case studies around, try to get as specific as you can, but really organize your business in terms of those client groups, and then definitely hone in on the clients that you've loved to work with and you want to attract more of. I absolutely think this is fantastic advice because this is just exactly the same conversation I had with a client over the weekend and said exactly that. We we're talking about niching and how do you, you know, do breakthrough. And we talk about why are case studies in this case, the conversation is around helping you to stand out in a crowded marketplace. I've said, you know, really look at your niche. What is the result that they are seeking around? You want to have a tool long form in someone else's voice that tells the journey to inspire trust, confidence, and faith in many ways that you have the capability to be their guide. And so I love the insights. I want to ask you now, it's one of the questions I ask every business owner who comes on as a guest here, because you're a successful business owner who writes business cases for other people. It's called Amplify Your Message. I want to know what is working for you right now in your business to continue to build momentum as you appear and a business owner working to grow and make more impact? Well, the, I'm sure that you get this a lot, but I, or maybe not, I don't know, but LinkedIn is my number one. I, I actually really do not say, like social media, like I'm really not on there in a personal manner. And so I was very hesitant to get onto social media with my business, but I doubled down on LinkedIn about a year ago, and it is by far my number one place um, to have really rich, meaningful conversations with my exact right client. And I am constantly getting messages on there and getting good engagement on my content. And so that's what's working for me right now, those LinkedIn conversations. And um, I'm just, it, the platform itself, it is absolutely the right room for me to be in day after day after day. So that's what's working for me. I feel like I want to jump for joy because you said two of my very favorite words when I'm mentoring and I'm coaching. Number one is get in the right room. If you are not in the right room, you are wasting your time. And yeah. number two, the fastest thing accelerates your business is conversation. So I want to like seriously go, ah, awesome, <laughs> high five. I love that you said those two things because they are right up my alley in terms of what do you do to need to actually grow and scale a business. So congratulations. How do people find you if they want to learn more about the work you do and the case study? services you offer to B2B clients? 
Yeah, the number one place um, for me is my website, and that is nextlevelcopy.com, all one word. Um, I actually just updated my samples page today, which I am so excited about. Um, but there, you can get all the information about the services that I offer, um, the done for your services. I also have a do-it-yourself service, uh, a product, and then a plenty of samples to not only just see how that work plays out in with my approach, but also just if anyone is looking to just get good inspiration and ideas for how to tackle case studies or maybe tweak the ones that they have, go to my samples page, check out all of my case study language and use it to improve your own case studies. I absolutely love it, guys. Make sure you connect to Dana if she's not in your network now. It's been an absolute pleasure. Huge nuggets in our show today. This is Amplify Your Marketing Message, and we are here to help you break through that crowded marketplace so you can create more impact, more income, and have the business that you want, the life that you're wanting. It's been a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you guys on our next episode. We will see you then. Dana, thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you.